landing in your stock rig to full-on Ellis-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Derek. I'm Mike. And you're listening to episode one. Nine-nine! Nine-nine! <laughs> Dude, it's 2024. Yeah, it is. We made it through 2023. <laughs> yeah, that was a, it was a weird year. It was a super weird year. I guess I didn't move to California in 23, but I did a whole bunch of California stuff in 2023. Yeah, 2023. I don't know. There wasn't, was there anything noteworthy about 2023? I don't think anything nah. like big happened. Nothing, nah. just nothing at all. Just nothing. Pretty, pretty standard issue year. Standard issue <laughs> year. I can say that I haven't watched the news in a long time. So if anything significant happened in the world, and you're thinking to yourself right now, hey, Mike, you should know about this thing that happened in 2023. I do not. <laughs> the only thing I did in 2023 was raise a kid. That's it. Period. That's the end. Good. Yeah. That's pretty I mean, it's not the worst way to spend a year, but no, I also sure raised isn't. I raised a kid in a world that might be on fire, but I don't know about it because I can't watch the news because instead I'm watching Coco Melon. Well, that's all for the best. I don't watch the news either very often because... It's depressing and a oh, lot of it's it, so depressing. A lot of it just uh is just gonna keep being that way. Um, but uh I don't know, maybe that's a bad outlook on life, but uh, the the best outlook on life is if you can't change it, ignore it, right? Yeah. That's what you should do. Just uh, pretend like it's not happening. Isn't that the, that's the, the right thing to do, right? I think Jerry? that's even better, right? If you can't change it, just pretend like it's not happening. Pretend like it's not <laughs> happening. It's not just ignore it. It's like you know it's happening, but you just like yep. look the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't don't ever try to help anything. Just just stand around and watch the world burn. That's right. <laughs> uh, getting away from politics. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Slash world burning. Either way. Um, yeah, world burning. Twenty twenty three was pretty sweet for me. I got to do the Rubicon and Fort Ice, and go to King of Hammers. Uh, so I'd say I'm pretty happy with with that outcome. <laughs> I got. I got to admit, you suck, Derek. Sorry. Yeah, you suck. You get to go do a lot of oh, awesome West Coast wheeling. Don't, don't worry. Uh, I pay out the wazoo for it. Like you, every you month pay with the rent check. Oh, I'll bet. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. that it's cheap to live out there, but also at least you're enjoying yourself. It would have, it would have been life. so much cheaper to do what we were talking about when I still lived in Chicago and just like ship my truck out, go wheel Rubicon and Fordyce, and then ship my truck truck back. So much cheaper. So much. Whenever cheaper. you say ship your truck, I picture a helicopter, like, like just with your truck dangling underneath it, like swinging wildly <laughs> back and forth, and it just kind of like drops it near the ground, and it just kind of comes crashing down. It does. I don't know why. Hero. That's that's yeah. That's the vision I have when you say ship my truck. Okay, it's just well, like your truck swinging would be around. More yeah. expensive than having a helicopter move it all the way yeah. from Chicago to to Moab. Yeah, that's at least like uh, six figures of dollars because the helicopter has to stop all the time for fuel or do you have one of those like <laughs> jumbo helicopters that the military used to it where it like yeah. airdrops your truck with a parachute oh yeah that's, that's the right. way to go no no get off yeah that's right my dog oh, is that. trying to destroy everything so i see it, it looks like your dog left the room also just now so maybe the room so maybe it's okay destroy something else yeah exactly and then you can't see destroy. Yes, and then I can just pretend it's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) That is the trick. Pretend it's not happening. So I injured my neck over the holidays. 
Um, so I have done zilch off-road and actually zilch car related. I think the last time we podcast, I was mentioning that I got the EGR problem fixed on the Mazda. So I need to get it smogged, but I have been basically hey, laying on the couch. It's fixed and you haven't got it smogged yet. What are you waiting for, Derek? Well, I was waiting at first to try and get enough miles on it. Cause the last time I got it smogged, I had like 80 miles and it failed during smog. So I but wanted to, the guy was like, the guy was like, get 180 miles or something like that before you come back next time. And I was like, okay. So it's got like 220 now. I just also got injured <laughs> and driving it hurts a lot. So does, uh, is your neck injury affecting your ability to shift gears? It's a billing. It's a, sh- it's affecting my ability to hold the steering wheel with my left arm. And so I either have to shift really fast and let go of the steering wheel or grip the wheel with my left arm and, you know, shift normally. So only straight lines for you, mister. Only interstate driving. You don't even have to touch the steering wheel on the interstate. No, no, it's it's only shifting when I'm going straight. (laughs) Yeah, you only shift during turns. You have to leave it in gear. Otherwise, you're going to crash. That's right. Yeah. Okay. well, at least we have a solution. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I was like in like I've broken bones before and been in roughly this much pain except that that eventually goes away or there's like a position that you can get into where it's not as painful and this was like two days of like that amount of pain in my neck it was fucking terrible but tell them about the quadruple loop-de-doo you did on a snowboard while you were drinking two beers didn't do any of that. And uh, that's how you got injured. But also you were fighting a, uh, what is it, a Sasquatch? No, the abominable snowman. Yeah, uh, sure. I was doing that. No, I wasn't. Um, I would, did go snowboarding and that's what aggravated everything. But like there were no falls. There were no like, I also wasn't doing loop-de-loops um, as Mike calls them. Were you doing whoop-de-doos? No, I was just like, okay. I think I... I t- did two or three jumps, very, very small, because I'm not very skilled at snowboarding, and I know better. Because <laughs> uh, the last year when I did it, I took a jump and, like, fucking landed on everything wrong, and I was sore, but that time I didn't, like, fuck shit up. Um, so, yeah, this time, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like maybe I have a pre-existing condition in my neck, and then just looking left and... You know, it's not no effort on the neck, even when you're just doing normal snowboarding things. Um, but yeah, it's like a whole bunch of muscle spasms. And uh, of course, none of my normal doctors were in during the holidays. Um, so it's been like urgent care where I was in waiting room for five hours before I got seen. And then actually the express clinic, like same day appointment clinic was quite good. Um but yeah, it's just been a lot of uh, a lot of pain, and today's better. I would say I'm like fifty percent better. You should later. get one of those mirrors for your car. It's like the the center rear view mirror is like this huge convex thing where you like see everything, so you don't actually have to turn your head at all. Uh, that's a good idea, but I'm just gonna try and not drive much. So I, I mean, that's an option too. That's my solution. I haven't. I mean, Emily's been driving me around until today because I went to work today. Um, which I left early because like, I don't know. I think it's just like driving and walking and like carrying my laptop 
like is stuff that you know I was just laying on a couch for the last few days, so probably overdid it today. Um, but maybe not. We'll see. We'll see how I feel tomorrow. That sounds just awful, Derek. I'm sorry you're going through that. Yeah, I say this because I've done nothing off-road related, and that is my excuse. <laughs> it's a fairly good excuse. Uh, but there is one update on off-road things. The Morflake Group Buy. Congratulations, everybody. We did hit 25%, and I apologize if you missed out on that. Um, Tyler sent out an email over the holidays uh, that uh, the deadline for using the code is January 3rd. Um, I spoke to him, and for those who missed the January 3rd date, which is today when this podcast comes out, um, we're going to extend it one week uh, to January 10th. Um, and so if you haven't used your code, make sure you do because you won't get to use it after January 10th. And that would sure be a bummer because yeah, 25% is the best deal you're going to get from Morphlate. And, uh, we're really excited to get all our sweet Morphlate stuff. Yeah. For whatever it's worth, like he had a one day where it was 25% off around black Friday. And then I think he had 15% around the holidays. So 25% is probably the best deal you're going to get on Morphlate stuff. And it is usable site-wide. You can buy anything you want on the Morphlate website, even if it's just swag. So if you signed up for it, make sure you use your code um, because I think we've got like 25-ish percent or as of like a week and a half ago, it was like 25% of people have only used their code. So um, make sure you use it. I sure use mine and I got already shipped my uh, Extreme Tire Repair Kit. on back order, of course, are the Gen 2 compressors, and I told him just to ship those kit with that as well. So uh haven't gotten that yet, but man, he shipped that tire um repair kit like super fast. Like the next day after I ordered it, it shipped, and of course Sacramento's pretty close to here, so it was like there the following day. <laughs> That's awesome. I ordered a digital deflator because my analog one, while it works. It's not that accurate at very low PSI because I'm I'm sometimes going like right around five. And I feel like every time I close it, it's like every other time I close it, it's like more pressure, less pressure, more pressure, less pressure. I'm like, nah, I'd really like to know exactly how much is in there. So digital deflator and I got one of those magnetic koozies. And of course, a compressor, but that's on back order. But either way, the magnetic koozie, it's fun. Like you're just yeah. drinking a beer and I'm going to stick this to this wall. I'm going to stick this to my fender. Like, I don't know. I also it's bought just, a magnetic koozie and a shirt, which is just, shipping at a different day as well. I it's think, just so. fun. I don't know why magnetic koozies are so, so fun. You don't even often yeah. like 99% of the time you don't even use it for its magnetic properties. But when you have it and you can use it, it's just like, look at this novelty thing I can do. Fun. Right. It is fun. Um, and there are no non-magnetic koozies. So <laughs> just buy it. And if you don't use the magnetic function, at least you got a cool koozie. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Make sure you get your more flight orders in because, um, yeah, once once in a lifetime opportunity, maybe not lifetime, but uh, once in a maybe probably this year opportunity. I mean, yes, 25 percent was better than the Black Friday at more flight. That's right. So 25 is probably the best you're going to do unless Tyler gets a wild hair up his ass and does something crazy. But. Just saying. We're selling everything at 25%. Price is going downer, downer, downer. Where you also get a free you always onion. get a free onion. <laughs> <laughs> people I that didn't that live Emily in the Midwest won't know that. Not, oh, people that live not in Champaign, <laughs> in Illinois, Champaign Illinois, Illinois, yeah. Illinois, 
or maybe Danville will not know that reference. Um, but there was a furniture store, right? It was This Is It Furniture. This Is It Furniture, where you always get a free onion. It was just picture like the most 90s dude you can. And he had like mullet and like basically pit vipers. And he's just screaming at the camera, talking about how his prices are going downer, downer, downer. And at the end, he screams at you where you always get a free onion. Yep. And he throws an onion at the camera or like holds out in front of the camera. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, it was absurd. This was in like 2014. Yeah, it wasn't (laughs) as. No, I know. But I said picture the most 90s guy you possibly can. He was still doing that in 2014. I mentioned that to Emily the other day and she had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, oh, she gave you the deer in the headlights and you were like, no, trust me, it's funny. She's just like, oh, no, I, I'm not but sure. I mean, it's fair. Like when I was in school, I don't know that I knew about that commercial, but I was a townie after I graduated. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I watched TV. Didn't really oh, yeah, watch back TV when you school. had to watch local ads because everybody had cable TV. That's the thing That's people right. probably don't know about anymore. That's true too. I wonder who actually still has cable. Do you think anyone listening is like has cable right now? Or do you think everybody's using streaming services? We we had cable in 2016 when we lived in Schaumburg. Um, only to get a better deal. I was like, hey Comcast, uh, I want this deal, but I don't want the cable box. I'm like, it's cheaper internet if I get the cable box. And they're like, No, you need the cable box. I'm like, do I have to plug it in? They're like, no. I'm like, then don't send me the cable box. And they're like, no, we have to send you the cable box. I'm like, fine, I will leave it in the box and I will give it back to you. And they're like, no, you have to plug it in and activate it, of course. I was like, fuck you, guy. So I plugged it in, activated it, scrolled through some of the channels and was like, this is dumb. And I unplugged it and then threw it away. Not threw it away, but kept it until we had to like change services or whatever. And I sent it back to them. So I had cable, but I didn't have cable. (laughs) 2023. Four. I got a snow day back. Oh. I think Sorry. that was that was it. I know. I, I strong tangented right there. That was a that was a skirt, you know. Yep. Flipping a UE with well, I, I didn't want to talk about it. cable TV anymore, so here we are. That's fine. I appreciate the hard segue. Hard segue, 2023. Off-road things. I got snow day back. Pretty late in the year, too. I got it back. Just before core. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And for some reason, this is so silly. I still don't even know how this is possible. I don't have any pictures of Snow Day with a roll cage. Like I have (laughs) I have pictures of it like at Bray's, obviously. Like he has pictures Uh of it that I have. And one day I was out grabbing a coffee downtown and I I like snapped a photo, but kind of from the front angle, so you can just barely see the cage. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself the other day, well, actually yesterday, me and Steve went off road and did you get any pictures did you get any pictures of it i didn't take snow day oh then i would explain that but there was a listener there whose whose name i can't remember i apologize if steve was here he would know but i can't remember people's names at least not people i've met for five minutes and he said that he wished he really could have seen snow day and i was like yeah and i wish i could have brought snow day but she was just a little too beat up to take on the trail Really need some TLC, and hopefully this month it's going to get a steering box and some springs and some shackles, and at the very least be wheelable again. Nice. Well, but you wheeled Snow Day in 2023 with a roll cage. I did. I wheeled it with a roll cage, which probably gave me a little bit more confidence because it's a hybrid. You know, I think to myself, if I roll this, 
It's going to be okay. Yeah, it will definitely be okay. Unless um, I roll it and for some reason roll all the way over onto the hood. Because there's nothing protecting the radiator and whatnot. So it could be kind of a bad day, but... It'll be a bad day, but you'll survive. Oh, that's I'll survive. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the thing. That cage is plenty strong. I mean, one thing... I need to do this, too. One thing that you could do is build, like, a hoop that's under the hood and, like, just has some kicker bars that go down to the frame just to, like, if you roll it, not crush the radiator. That's a good point. I probably could do exactly that. It wouldn't. There's so much room under there, it wouldn't even be that hard to do. Right. Alternatively, you could put, like, a stinger... On the bumper, uh, that's what, not like a big one, just like one that goes to the height of the hood. You know, okay, you're right, you're right. Doesn't have to like stick Joe's. out a lot. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Like Joe's, that's um, true. Like, and he's the one that said that. I was like, so I, you know, obviously this isn't sticking out very much. It's not going to prevent you from rolling over forward. He was like, protects a radiator and a rollover. And I was like, smart. It smart. is smart. That front bumper is so big. I I want to. Uh, we still need to talk about this. I still want to move the axle an inch forward. Which mm-hmm. you're like, it's possible if you do this thing and I'm still not, I can't wrap my head around it. I need like a visual on how I'm going to take my already moved as far as forward as possible axle and move it another inch. But I'm sure that you have a solution. You're a smart fella. We talked and, about this on the Patreon for episode 197, I think. But did you draw me a picture? No, I said you need new springs with offset spring pin holes. Oh, so, so now I need custom springs. Well, that sounds expensive. Well. Well, <laughs> is it worth Sorry. it for an inch? Is it worth it for uh, an inch, Derek? I mean, if you're going to do it, have it moved forward two inches and then just, you know, move move it back on your your existing whatever one inch. Mm. I don't know. Is if it, I was going to do it with a two inch offset pin, then I would just leave it two inches forward, though. I'm just trying to get I'm trying to no, have leaf springs. Like, OK, have Go leaf ahead. springs and have a better approach angle. I because think the issue with leaf springs higher arched leaf springs would do it higher arched leaf springs to make my truck taller no you'd okay higher arched leaf springs with new brackets hmm. higher up brackets would be a better approach angle i mean the brackets could go up a little bit but i mean they're already just like welded right to the frame i mean the best way is to link it I know. I know that's the truth. I don't want to hear the truth. All right. Here's the truth. No, I said I don't want to hear the truth. Here's here's another truth. <laughs> okay. Can, yeah, give me alternate a, truths, a please. A different truth. You know, like, <laughs> I don't like that truth. Give me a different truth, please. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Thank truth you. Number two. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> bigger, bigger tires. I know. Yes, I know. This will give me a better approach angle. You're right. Um, smaller bumper, bigger tires, and then leave the springs alone. Um, and just trim as much as you can with the existing leaf spring hangers, I guess. Yeah. Smaller bumper, bigger tires. Honestly, in the front, it's you, not typically the leaf spring hanger I get into. It's typically the front bumper. But in the okay. rear, it's that's definitely good. the shackles. But that that's a whole other story. Yeah, me too, though. I mean, my shackles yeah. are totally fucked. Like, they're really bad. Um, I come down on them a lot. And they've they've taken it all and, like... You know, yes, sir. Can I have another? Um, because they're off-road design and they're beefy. Yeah, exactly. I would prefer to not come down on them as much as I do. It's uncomfortable for me. It obviously, if you go down on on them like that and you try and back up, it 
causes a bent leaf spring if you're not careful. I know and all about so, that. Yep, you, me, and Steve do, right? <laughs> we, like, all three of us. You should have seen Steve's have solution. Springs. Huh? Steve's solution was hilarious. I was there, I think. Well, no, you, did you see the solution yesterday at the Badlands? Oh, no, I did not. Okay, so he made a temponet fix, and he took... <laughs> i don't know like what do you want to call it (laughs) yeah i got you it's uh not the right way to fix it it was supposed to be temporary but it won't be it's it's temperate so anyway he he let the 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 spring droop so it would come back and like contact the other one because it was bent up instead of down like i think mine's Uh bent like this and his is bent like I, i don't know either way so we got them flat against each other and he took a piece of i don't know quarter three sixteenths something fairly thick and got it hot and bent it around the leaf spring and like clamped it together to where it was like flush and then welded the other side together to create like a a very large thick gauge sandwich to hold the leaf springs together and it was like done great yeah tempanit tempanit i don't (laughs) i don't know enough about leaf springs to understand why that's bad or not. Yeah, I know. I'm like, so it's just back in the shape it's supposed to be, but also it doesn't want to be that way, but also it can't not be that way because you welded something around it so it has to be that way. So it's like it's the spring it's, is still like wants to not be that way, right? Because it's bent. Right. But, but you it forced it into its it place. Yeah, yeah. So like will it now eventually now just it's give splitting up? The gap. I feel like it's splitting the gap okay, between maybe. the the spring that has the right amount of arch and the spring that was like overarched or whatever the hell. I don't know. I think mine is bent so far back that it's only on the main leaf and there's nothing I can do. Like, I just need to replace it. But those springs are original to the truck. They need to replace it anyway. What I'm going to do is take the leaf pack apart and throw the leaf spring in the press and strain it back out. You're just going to straighten it out and just think it'll be all right? I mean, I wouldn't do it a lot, but... And I also don't plan to have these leaf springs forever, but I'm not going to heat it up because that could ruin the temper. Um, I'm just going to like do it at room temperature. I'll set up like a really thick piece of steel that's much stronger than the spring with like some like standoffs, pieces of angle (sighs) iron that like, you know, touch on the area right outside of where it's bent and then just bend it a little bit at a time until I get it back to where it looks like it's just pretty well curved the right amount. Cool. And... I think 20 tons will do it. I think so too, for sure. Yeah, it should. It should. That's more um, than a truck weighs, so it should be enough to yeah, get better. Yeah, and they're and like, uh, these, these are all cans. I don't think they're even like 3 sixteenths thick. I bet you they're like around an eighth of an inch thick or maybe even oh, less because yeah, it's that, lots but. of thin leaves, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I think I have seven leaves in the back. It's roughly the same thickness as the GMT 800 leaf pack, so they're like a little more than half as thick per leaf as the it, factory ones were. If you put OBS springs on your truck, does that mean you had to use a tiny sleeve to take up the space for the bolt? Because you have a 16 millimeter hole and a 14 millimeter. Yeah, I did put bolt. OBS springs in my truck, and I put what did I do? No, I kept the big bolt, uh, and I used a bigger sleeve, and I drilled out the poly bushing. Oh, that's right. We we talked about this. I just yeah. was because I remember being like, "What? You drilled a poly bushing? Well, who are you?" But you did mm-hmm. it. So, 
I mean, it wasn't uh, ideal, but it did it okay. And the ones that I drilled were the like Kevlar reinforced ones from Offer Design, which I think are a little bit harder than. Which like makes the them easier to drill because like yeah, regular exactly. poly bushings are so soft that they would just like. That's right. If you try to drill them. Down. Yeah, it's like, terrible. <laughs> oh, they don't man. actually drill at all they just like flop around a lot <laughs> you got it i don't kyle's gonna filter this episode and i don't know if any of those sounds are gonna come through <laughs> they look like they came through on discord at the very least yeah but he has another filter that he does to because like i've noticed and i probably do it too you and steve will inhale sharply and it it always catches that you'll hear the beginning of the sharp inhale, but not the like. Skeet. Um. <laughs> Good. Anyway, I'm glad people yeah. can hear us breathe. So you went wheeling, Mike. Where did you guys go? Well, just like always, the Total Off Road Podcast goes on the Hangover Run at the Badlands in Attica, Indiana, and we did this year too. I I kind of considered taking snow day but and i did drive it home last time but it was just a little bit too hurt and i was like i just am not feeling it you know what i mean like i knew it could probably do it i'd probably make it there i could even trailer it although i feel very silly trailering a truck 25 minutes because if, even if it does break who cares somebody get me a ride home right that's yeah. a silly amount of yeah. time to trailer your truck so sure. i didn't really want to drive it i didn't really want to trailer it and Steve had an open passenger seat. And you know what? It's fun to ride with somebody every now and then. Even if you have a trail rig, even if you're an avid wheeler, it's fun to ride. It's fun to be it's fun to ride shoddy. It just is. So I rode yeah, with Steve. Of sure. course, I wrote him a list of things that are wrong with his XJ that need addressed because that's nice. what I do when I ride shoddy. I could go How through many the list. Items was it? Oh, you're gonna I, read the whole list? I might actually have the list still. I, I don't know if I deleted do it. it or not. Do it, and then we'll ask him. We'll quiz him. Like, hey, Steve, what do you got to fix in your shit? He'll be like, this one, two things, and, you're, and then Mike can be like, nah, uh, uh. Oh, I do still have it. Okay, here, here are the things. There are seven things. Now there are probably more, but these are the seven things that we were actively discussing. Like, hey, this is broken, fixed, needs addressed, whatever. All right. Currently, he has electric fans. One always runs. Like ignition on, turns on. Great. The second one is on a switch on the dash, not on a thermostat. And he said he likes having the option to turn it on, which I get. I'm like, hey, you can leave the switch on the dash, but also that secondary fan should kick on at a set temperature. Right. It's like, you're absolutely right, and I need to do a thermostat. So, wire your engine fan to thermostat. That's number one, only because it's the integrity of the engine. Number two, fabricate rock sliders. He has the material. He has the know-how and the skill. The only thing he doesn't have is the time. But that guy is constantly smashing his rockers or lack thereof. Constantly. I can't believe that he doesn't have rock sliders. I, I mean, I know. The same thing. Like I'm just like, how is it possible that Steve, who has the material, which I got him many years ago, he has it. It's sitting there. He knows mm -hmm. how to do it. Like, just, just do it, man. Like you weld them right into the body. Like you just cut off like the portion right below the door right. and they just become the truck. Like it's great. Right. It's perfect. It doesn't really, uh, it doesn't mess with your ground clearance. It only gives you a solid point to contact. So anyway, yeah, he should do that. Rock it won't even take him that long. Hey, it's number two on the list. Number three, replace throttle body. He has a weird catch in his throttle body. Um, we actually, he got a new throttle body at core. 
he brought it with him because he didn't have time to install it. And he was ready to do it. It was getting pretty late at night. And we realized that nobody had tamper-proof torques. Oh, bummer. Because body is installed, yeah, with a little dot in the middle of the torques. So he hasn't done it. So that's an easy fix. He has the tools at home. He can do that in five minutes. Just do it, Steve. Number four, install washer fluid reservoir. First thing yesterday. Now, Steve had been wheeling two days. He wheeled both the 31st and the 31st. But I only wheeled the first. So I showed up. We get in the rig, ready to go, and everybody takes off. And Steve's like, I need to clean my windshield. I'm like, just use your wipers. He's like, yeah, but I don't have washer reservoir. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I just haven't put one in. Like, just just do it. Is it like wired and plumbing and everything? He's like, yeah, I just need to install one. I'm like, dude, that sounds like another five-minute project. Just do it. What are you waiting for? Do it. I I have to interject here for a second because my washer fluid reservoir needed to be modified for the big tires and the axle move forward. And I did that a long time ago. Uh, it still rubs a little bit and it finally rubbed through again. Oh and no. It's good timing. Cause I was like, I wonder what they got on Amazon. I just searched washer fluid reservoir. <laughs> and I found one that is from like a Kenworth or something like that. So it's, it's pretty simple shape and it has yeah. like all the brackets. Just like a you circle need to or square or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's not though. It, it's it's meant to mount to like the front bumper in one of the wheel wells of a semi. So it has a curve cut out for a wheel well or for a, that's yeah. right. Um, and so I'm gonna mount it. I took I bought it. I'm like it's it was like open box price on Amazon for like thirty bucks for like a really nice thick like one gallon uh, washer fluid reservoir. Yeah, and you're like, so fuck like, it. What do I have to I lose? Find somewhere I can find somewhere on the truck for this. It fits perfectly in like some dead space in my bed right in front of the wheel well in your bed in my bed and so i'm just gonna run really long lines up to the under the hood i mean it'll work you think about rear washer systems they have to travel like you know 15 feet or whatever and they work fine so you should be all right and honestly like if you consider the distance from like the front wheel well at the front of the hood all the way up to the windshield, it's not that much further. Like that's a good point too. Yeah. So I no, that's awesome. I I'm glad you finally all got I a need, solution. All I need to do is move the I have a spare leaf spring mounted to the front of my bed. I need to move that up like eight inches or something. A spare leaf spring? Not yes. that's a tangent. That's a tangent. I don't even want to go on. Let's finish yeah, this I, list. <laughs> spare main leaf for the rear, which can be used for any other leaf if I needed it. So you're a maniac. Anyway. I'm a maniac. <laughs> Back to the list. Number five, replace passenger front seatbelt. And not the seatbelt itself, just the uh, latch. Steve just installed, oh man, I'm, I don't know the name. Steve said he's going to come on here and he'll, he'll tell me when he gets here. But he just installed a very comfortable passenger seat. It's, a, it's an I, off-road seat. I do not remember the brand. But it's got like a you know, ton of bolstering. It actually makes it kind of a bitch to get into the truck because I, I'm not even a tall guy. I'm 5'9", and I have to like both duck and like kind of like get my ass up in the air to like enter the vehicle. But once you're in, we bombed the main road at the Badlands at 40. 40. That's it was, really fucking fast. It was, okay. It, I'm going to tell. It, I'm going to tell. <laughs> and they're not going to let you guys back in. That is way over the speed limit. It is way over the speed limit. So it's very, very washboardy and like potholy and just every sort of nasty. I've never gone that fast on it. And I will tell you that personally, I felt very comfortable, but I had a lot. And I mean, a lot of mechanical sympathy. 
because it was just like dang, 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 like like things were just banging and clunking, and I was just like, Steve, I, I feel fine, but your truck does not. Oh, you had sympathy for the truck. For the truck, I was like, no. Steve did not. I, I thought like you weren't driving. I don't know. Like, I felt sympathy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, felt bad. I, I felt bad for the XJ because he was yeah. driving so fast. It was yeah. hilarious, and we were we were laughing our asses off. But I was like, "Well, it's your truck, and we're already done for the day, so you do it." You. <laughs> there you go. But the passenger yes. front seatbelt, the inner latch. The issue is, it's not even made for the Jeep. So in order to buckle the seatbelt, you have to like dig your hand like six inches down between the console and the seat, which your hand doesn't even really fit in, and kind of force the seatbelt down into that space. He so needs to put harnesses in if he's got suspension seats. That's eh, fine. It's fine. They're, well, I don't know if they're necessarily suspension seats. They're just no. They're hard mounted seats. That he actually welded the seat to the stock frame, which is cool because you can still mm-hmm. remove the seat and you can slide it forward and backwards. Kind of nice. trick. Um, but the seatbelt just isn't long enough, so you can't reach it. Got so it. anyway, that, that's more of a convenience thing. But if you needed to buckle or unbuckle your seatbelt quickly, not going to happen. The last couple things are kind of arbitrary. Um, he realized that he doesn't have a good way to charge his phone. Uh, some issue with the charger port. I was like, just get a RAM tough charge phone mount. It's both a RAM X grip mount <coughs> and it charges your phone wirelessly. Nice. Yeah. So you just do that. You're good to go. That's a simple one. That's something probably everybody should have in their truck. That's good advice. I'm sure RAM mounts are obviously very good quality. They're just not the cheapest. But but honestly, you say they're not even the cheapest, but when I bought one, like even if it was 30 or 40 bucks, I never thought twice about it. I just bought it. I put it in the snow day. It's been great ever since. They're probably I'm a little looking. bit more expensive if you buy the yeah. tough charge phone mount. Oh, and me and Steve were discussing how funny it is that it's called the Ram Tough charge phone mount. Oh, nice. Ram Tough Ram charge tough. products. Here we go. Yeah. $154. Oh my god, that is so much more expensive oh, than that's the regular the 15 watt. Okay, the 10 watt is 105 That's still that's more than lot. I expected. That's why I was like, if 30 or 40, I was like, no, sir. Well, okay, uh, again, I'm talking about the regular worth- mount. Mine doesn't charge my phone, it just holds Uh-oh. my phone. Yeah, the regular mount might be cheaper, I don't know. Maybe. Heck, I don't know. I haven't. I bought mine years ago. RAM. Yeah, that's just for the, the holder. That doesn't include the suction cup mount. Ram X Grip phone mount. Let's see. What's the service mount one cost? Wow, this is way more expensive than what I remember paying. Yeah, 70 bucks or so. $89? No way. No way. 65 89 I feel like I paid like 40 bucks for mine. But I I bought it years ago too. Yeah. Shit's getting more expensive. Good quality shit. Is Ram made in the US? Yep. Uh, well, assembled in America. Okay. That's most things, I guess. At least it's something's done in America. The prices probably have gone up, but I just don't feel like I pay that much. Now I need to like get on my Amazon account and figure out how much I actually paid for that dang thing. But either way, it's a good mount. The issue is that the truck shakes so much, just in general, because it's snow day and it's on bias ply tires, that even though the mount is very solid, the phone is just sitting there just jostling the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, well, great. I mean, it's fine if you're off-road, I guess. Yeah, I've got mine in... Like a cheaper mount, um, but it's like clamped to the cage, and I see the phone, and like it's just vibrating at like a super high frequency, which I, it keeps working, but 
Yeah. Even just driving on the road, like it, because it's just so not isolated. Yep. Nothing you can do. The last thing on Steve's list, also arbitrary. I say this one's arbitrary because it's been that way for like a fucking decade. Replace windshield. Oh, why? Steve's Steve's windshield is completely broken. Like, I mean, like cracked is is an understatement. It's like broken, broken, like spiral. But the like break point is on the passenger side. And he's like, I can see fine. And I'm like, but you've just been driving around with a broken windshield for like a decade. When I go off road and I break break snow days windshield, which I have done multiple times, at least twice, (laughs) I just replace it right away. Like I get home and I call my glass guy. I'm like, come replace this windshield. And then it happens again. And I'm like, come replace this windshield. Like I'm not going to drive around with a broken windshield. I'm just not. Yeah. That's probably smart for you. And it's it's cheap. Two, three hundred bucks. Like who cares? Just come do it. Like I I need to replace my windshield in my truck because like when I put the cage in. No. Um, Mm -hmm. when I put the cage in, like there's a bunch of little like spatters stuck in it. Oh man. Yep. My back class is kind of like that, but I'm never replacing that if I don't have to. I'm just waiting. Like I probably, I don't need, like that's why I haven't replaced, like once it cracks, I'll replace it. But like, yeah, it's like one of those things I would like to, but do I really need to? No, but for, if it was cracked, I would definitely replace. No, I get it. I I can't stand looking through a cracked windshield. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, and not I'll to mention it's illegal. And in most states, if not all, it is illegal to drive with a cracked windshield. Yeah, I think you're right. Just saying. I know it was in Illinois. I don't know about Indiana. Indiana is the freaking wild west. We do everything we want over here. Yeah. Wait. So that was um, eight things. I think it was seven. I don't know. I can look again. I still have it up. I think. Let's see. Color note. XJ. One, two, three, four. Five. Seven, seven things. All right, seven things. So we'll quiz him on it when he gets on. Yeah. If he ever gets on, bad. he was like, I'll be on shortly, guys. Like 30 minutes ago. So we went, we all went Badlands. It was, uh, it was a fairly small group for a hangover run. I feel like usually there's a few more people, but uh, Andy Myrtle was there. Kyle Ming. The Wheelers. Nathan and Jordan Wheeler were there with their kid. Who else nice. was there? Oh, Brian Schrowang and his brother, cousin, something. His name was Mike, so it was an easy name to remember. They were all staying at the cabin. As far as wheeling goes, and that, I really wish Steve was here because he would remember better than me. There were two guys named Dave. Uh, one of them had a forerunner on 42s. Super oh, cool dang. rig. Yeah, it was... Uh, like what I think it was forerunner? Second, oh, okay, he's like a late 90s. Did it so have that, a removable that, back? No, 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 it wasn't, okay. it wasn't the super cool ones. It was the okay. yeah, no, so second no or third gen. They're, with they're, his, so, they're so similar, but the the is the third gen the 98 to 02 or 98 to 03? Is that yeah, yeah, okay, so wait, did I just say second or third gen? Third. Third. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I should know this. I'm a last Toyota. generation before it was offered with a V8. Yes. Okay. He had a third gen forerunner, uh, stock powertrain. I want to say maybe it had a doubler and one tons and 42s. They were IROX. It was pretty nasty. That thing really did some work. The 42s definitely helped him get through some shit. Sounds like a uh, really well built and like definitely a platform and like a recipe for success. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, it was definitely a recipe for success. So him and another Dave, I didn't catch either of the last names. Um, the other Dave had a, Ooh, I'm going to fuck this up too. Not CJ. Why? 
what year is a YJ Jeep? I don't know. It has square headlights. Yeah, I think he had a YJ. Man, there were so many Jeeps there that I'm kind of losing my like bearings because there were two red Jeeps that were both pretty well built. But I think that Dave's was a YJ on 40-inch Baja Pro X with a 60 and a 14. And I want to say a stock powertrain too. And that thing's pretty gnarly too. And him and Dave were wheeling together, like, you know how it goes. We go to the quarry, Steve starts talking to people, and I'm riding with Steve, so I don't have any options. So I just start, I see Dave and Dave over here wheeling, and I'm like, I'm going to go follow them. And they were trying to go up that really hard line. Oh, man, how do I even describe the hard line? Where were we in the quarry? Kind of in the middle the of the big wall, or are you near the pond? <sighs> see, that's the thing, is I always get twisted up when I'm in there, but it's, I don't know how to describe it. I, the obstacle doesn't have a name, and I don't know how to describe where we are. But it's kind of, I want to say kind of a stair step, because there's a lot of big, flat sections that you have to climb to get up it. I feel like it's one of those where, like Jeremy Wilson said, he made it up once ever on a dry okay, day. I think, I, like I think you've I'm, tried it, but I'm not I sure you've made it up made once ever. One and time it ever, like, yeah. It took like 20 minutes, though. It was like not yeah. first shot. It was like 30th shot. Exactly. I made so it up after like lots of careful skinny pedal and like almost like lifting tires three or four feet in the air. And it has like, kind of a V notch at the very top, but getting up uh-huh, to it yep. is just lots yep. of flat, like t- like 40 and, inch sections and of when flat. It gets, when it gets really dug out, like in the winter, especially when yep. it's really wet, it's like really hard. I, I guarantee <laughs> so, I could go up it unless the conditions are perfect. So it rained and or snowed the day before. Oh and so, okay. yeah, so these guys have to drive through a puddle to even get to it. And even even Dave, I say Dave, they're both named Dave, even the guy that had Pro X stickies on his Jeep and it was it was, you know, stretched and everything else. He was like almost cresting it and just couldn't quite get it. And it was the same wow. with the 400. They were they were so close, but it was just like you guys have to drive through water to get on this thing. It's cold. It's wet. There just wasn't enough traction, but it was really, really fun hard. to watch him do it. I think I got a video maybe of one or the other. Nice. Um, and I asked those guys, it's kind of the, the fun thing about wheeling um, with the podcast is I asked these guys after I'm hanging out with them for a while, you know, we're just all hanging out and bullshit and I'm like, oh, do you guys wheel together? They're like, nope, never even met each other before. I'm like, oh, but you <laughs> both just you're like, yeah, we're just we're both Dave's. We just went over here and started wheeling. <laughs> Just like this is great. Like these guys were just like, your rig's capable. Hey, my rig's capable. Let's go try this line. We'll spot each other. And I was just like, this is the kind of shit I'm I'm here for. Just like they were there for the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. They oh, okay. they listened. It wasn't uh, just like of, it, they just showed up on that day and they happened to be no, there. No, one of them was one was a listener. One was friends with Jeremy Wilson, and they just happened to be there. And we're all hanging out in a group, and they were just like, hey, let's just go do this line. But it's just really cool to see people that have never met each other just be like, hey, let's just go wheel together right now. Like we just met five minutes ago. Let's just go wheel right now. That's awesome. That's how you make friends, man. That's great community, and especially just like the total offer podcast community. Like it's really cool that like we can help people make connections like that too. So we need to do. I need to do a California. One. I know people have told me that I need to do it. I will do it. Things have been crazy, um, but I will do it uh, next year sometime. Yeah, it does. It does kind of suck. You have to do it by yourself because it was me, Kyle and Steve there. So like it was very total off-road podcasty. Whereas <laughs> I don't there, have to do it by myself if people fly out. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. 
That's true. We would have to fly out. That. Whenever somebody tells me, Patty is always telling me I should go like wheel it. I'm like, yeah, but I have to get my truck there somehow. She's like, no, you don't. You just rent a Jeep. I'm like, I don't want to. And so <laughs> that's the thing. With, like, like or me or you, you exactly. No, that, it, like, it, listen to the podcast that are out here. It could be great, but let's be honest. As much fun as that would be, and it would, I would love to see you, and I would love to see any of the West Coast wheeling. I don't even need to name a place, just all of it. I would love to do that. Well, At the I'll, same I'll, time, okay. one would argue that, but wouldn't it be better if I could bring the rig that I built out there and wheel it? Of course it would, but <laughs> you can do both. You can start yeah. by just coming out and seeing, like, is it even worth shipping your rig out or driving an ungodly amount with it out to like do that but like come see it first right you know like, it would be really cool to come see it and i'll i'll even sweeten the deal for you mike if you come out i'll let you drive my truck Ooh, i even get to wheel a full size on some of that west coast terrain that's right and that it might have cool. it should have upgraded shocks by then too oh are you gonna do your coil less coilovers that was my christmas present Ooh! Well, did I, haven't, you I, haven't, I haven't ordered them yet. No, no, no. I, I your Christmas, Christmas present to you. Yeah. To, well, no. I mean, Emily and I talked about it, but she was like, "Get the nicer ones." I was like, "All right." So Derek's a happy I, boy. I want the Fox shocks with the adjusters, and like they're significantly cheaper, like without the adjusters. Um, but it'd be nice to be able to adjust like damping down and rebound. Yeah. Nice. That is going to be sweet, especially for as heavy as your rig is. You're going to need some custom damping to really be well, able to they're gonna, hone so in. They're gonna, no matter what, they're going to be custom damped. Like I'm going to somehow measure the corner weights of my truck. And when I do the leaf spring work, I'll like measure the unsprung weight too. Hey, just um, get DOT to pull you over and they'll just roll the ramps out for you or the scales oh, out for you. Perfect. Yeah, I'll just I'll, I actually saw, you know, a, a California pickup truck on the side of the road coming back from Tahoe when we were in the Honda. I was like, I'll just go up up that way a few times and just like just drive right past him and like maybe hit him a little bit. Yeah, you have to do something stupid to get pulled over by DOT yeah. in a pickup truck because yeah. they're like, you're not overweight. You're fine. Or I'll, I'll put like <laughs> uh, a trailer on it and I'll get a blow up thing of like and it'll just say lead on the side of it. Lead. And, it'll just, <laughs> and I'll just my truck, you know, it doesn't take much to squat the rear of my truck. Just so I'll lead. Just, like, I'll ratchet strap it down so it's on the rear bumps. <laughs> And I just like have a trailer that's carrying a bunch of lead and we'll have him pull me over and then he'll scale me and I'll be like, ha ha, tricked ya. It's Not just a, air. It's just air. It weighs nothing. <laughs> the, the trailers, the, the thing, this is lead is full of helium. So it actually weighs negative pounds. Yeah. So the trailer's <laughs> like floating. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's hilarious. That. Yeah. I was going to say, you definitely need to be donk status to get pulled over. Like you need your, the donk. rear of your truck squatting like a foot in order to get yeah, pulled over. Like hitch almost dragging on the, on that road. If the hitch actually was dragging, like sparking, I feel like that'd be a good way to catch the police's oh, yeah. attention. Yeah, because yeah, they don't like that in California because you can start forest fires that way. They actually have signs up that say, don't let your chains drag. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never would have thought of tra- chains dragging causing a spark that would like hit some le- dry leaves on the side of the road. Next thing you know, forest fire. That's right. The more you wow. know. The more you know. Um, Is it still oh, crazy dry out there? Like you guys don't have any uh, no, any rain? Been. No, it hasn't been raining. Raining. That's good. Yeah. good. Not I'm as much glad. as last year. Like we, the creek hasn't flooded across the street from us yet. But that's kind of weird thing about again. When I think about California, I'm like, one of the best things about it is that it doesn't rain. But also, if it doesn't rain, then you have a drought. So, what ideally happens in California? Like, what's what's the thing that should happen that you expect? 
Like if, if it's the weather conditions are ideal. Yeah, you want it to rain and snow like a normal amount every year so that things grow and like you get water in the reservoirs. Um and eventually the things that grow are hardy things, right? Not kindling for fires. And eventually like yeah. I guess wildfires are natural, right? They happen even when humans aren't around, right? Like they always did. Um, yeah, of course. so it's healthy for the forests to like catch on fire from time to time. The problem is that people live near them. So we don't want that to happen and we have to control it, but maybe it's better to like let some stuff burn that aren't near people. You know, it's, it, so there's a, there's actually a lot of science in it that I haven't really like gotten fully into, but like there's, there's arguments for like, let the forest burn. Um, but also like if you pair the pollution of the forest fire with the pollution of all the humans too it's probably not good for air quality like i think the summer before i came here or maybe two summers before i came here oh no i know it was 2020 because when i was on ultimate adventure this the fire the smoke from the fires in california had made it to montana and it was like brown and like not great visibility for a good chunk of ultimate adventure and I was talking to some of my coworkers and they were like, it was like Blade Runner. Like it was red. The sky was oh, wow. red. It seemed like it was nighttime. Like you couldn't go outside because like couldn't breathe. Like it was genuinely terrible. So like we don't, that's probably not what we want, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say it's probably not what you want. Yeah. So um, yeah, I guess this year was pretty good. There were very few forest fire. There were not zero, but there were. Very few forest fires by comparison in California. So I guess you want a lot of rain in the winter and that helps. I guess so. We're back, baby. Had to take a little break there. I I don't know what we were talking about either. We had to take a little break to do some stuff, but we're back now. Mike had to pee. I needed an ice pack. We had bodily needs. We had bodily needs. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Were we talking about off-road? Hmm. Did you say how we talked about off-road? We, you talked about the Badlands. We did talk about the Badlands. You should keep talking about the Badlands. So you, so the Daves did the gnarly line or tried and like it was fun to watch. And It, it, it was fun is- to watch and they definitely nearly got it, but it was just too gnarly. So there was another fella whose name I, I just didn't get. It might have been Cody, but yet again, I would need Steve here. He talked to him for quite a while. And it was Cody's buddy who was saying he really wished that he had seen Snow Day. He told me that he had been binge listening to the podcast. And so he heard all about it. And he's like, I really want to see Snow Day in person. And I was like, I really wish that I had brought it today so you could see it. But it just was not quite up to snuff for yeah. a day of wheeling. But soon, uh, they weren't too terribly far away. Now, that fella, Cody, if if I'm saying his name right, I could be wrong. But Steve's not here to correct me. He had an he was here. Steve was supposed to be here like a long time ago. He was Sorry, supposed everyone. to be here and he said he was going to be here, but he's just not here. And maybe he'll join us for the Patreon and or maybe he'll catch the last couple of minutes or maybe yep. Steve will come on here and this will end up being a crazy long podcast because we know how Steve loves to talk. We got one more hour before I need to be done, but OK. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, Cody had an LS swapped Jeep. Um, I don't know nice. uh, what year it was. I, I think it was a JK. Uh, I, th- I think it was a two door JK with a five three, and that thing was pretty gnarly. And it was for being wet, it was really doing some work. Like every time you turn around, he's like, "Oh, he went up that. Oh, he went up that. 
oh he oh really that one too like and it was just like this thing was just <laughs> climbing for days nice. um it was pretty cool so it was uh and it was pretty similar looking to one of the the daves because they both had just red two-door jeeps which most people probably wouldn't say they look similar but i don't know shit about jeeps so i was oh, like it's like we oh, look who it either. is i said oh, enough things that steve didn't like and then he joined <laughs> bro i've been on the phone not on the phone i've been on the computer with AliExpress for an hour trying to figure out why I placed an order. The order went through and yet it didn't go through. Like, ooh, that sucks. Money, money gone, but not showing that there's an order place. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, you got it figured out. It's fine. It just, I don't know, glitch on their end and it just wasn't showing. You guys can't see shit. Um, That's correct. We cannot see you. I'm like looking at the you camera. Like you tiny little that. tiny little circle of Loki before you painted it. <laughs> hey guys, sorry I just show up and talk about work because that's what I do. That's all right. You do hey, work. Steve, <laughs> what was the guy's name that had the JK with the five three? Is this thing not? Oh, okay. Yesterday. Um, Cody. Cody. Okay, so it was Cody. Hey, you I was got it right. Good job, Mike. Sweet. Hey, what was his buddy's name? Overalls. Overalls. His name is. Isaac. What? What? Isaac. Oh, Isaac. What? Is that true? His name is really Isaac? Did my audio just change? It sounds good. Uh, oh, don't touch anything. No, you're fine. You're a little quiet, but you're fine. The furniture. Okay. I sound good. Um. All right. We were talking about. Okay. We talked about the hangover run. Mike rode with you. Uh, Dave's both had 42s and they tried gnarly obstacle. One of them had 40s, 40 stickies, and the other one had 42 IROCs. Oh, my bad, my bad. 40 stickies equals 42s, you know. I was, yeah, right. And I was talking about how Cody's Jeep was the 40 Pro X's on Dave's. Hold on. I thought they were Pro XS. No, they were Pro X's and they were sticky. Yeah. Fun, extra fun. I did not realize that Dave had stickies on my YJ. Oh yeah, YJ. Is that what I said, Derek? Did I say YJ? That's what you said. Yay! <laughs> I keep. I was like, man, I really wish Steve was here to correct me on this shit because I'm like, <laughs> you didn't need to be corrected. You're fine. Cody, Dave. I was like, I don't know who anybody is. I don't know what they drive. Apparently, I was right. So great. Apparently, <laughs> I haven't drank that much beer yet. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, Cody's Jeep was just doing shit. Like, we got there. I didn't even know Cody was with us. This this happens a lot of the time when we have an event where we're like, the Total Offer Podcast is going to be here. You see people, and they're doing mm-hmm. stuff, but you don't know that they're there, like, as a part of your doing. So even when the last time I think me and Steve were at the Badlands was for uh, Veterans Day, right? Is that what it was, Steve? Uh, yes. And Eric was there with his big Dodge. I didn't know who him and his buddy were like they were, we were all just standing there in a group and no one was talking. And I was like, are these guys with us? Are they with them? Are they with who? And then he's like, Oh yeah, I'm Eric, Eric, the non-polisher. That was the veterans day. That was the 8th of the 8th of October or 14th, October. Fuck. I don't know. It was a different time. I don't know. I've been to Badlands a a few times recently. I couldn't, well, maybe it was customer appreciation day. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, October, definitely was customer appreciation day because I have a T-shirt from it. You're right, yeah, right. Was, you're right. Yeah, that was the day. The um, yep. And then I think it wasn't Toys for Tots we went back for. 
So I didn't go to Toys for Tots this year. On the 14th and 15th, and then we were back at the Badlands with Mango on... Nope, that's Vandy's. Uh, let me pull this up. There we go. Back at the... I love my... My gallery right now is fantastic. It's like wheeling... Some polishing, wheeling, nice. some poli- <laughs> wheeling. <laughs> I bet. So we were back at, uh, we were back there for Veterans Day, November 11th. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was Veterans no, Day. That makes that sense. Was, it was stupid nice out. It like started out as a chilly day and then it got super nice and everything was really dry and leafy. Perfect day of wheeling. Oh my, perfect. You could do anything. That's awesome. I don't want to say everything was point and shoot, but it was as close as you're going to get for a fall day. Oh yeah, it was perfectly dry and sunny and like just mm-hmm. cool enough that you weren't sweating. Like it, you really couldn't have be- had a better day of wheel. And that was like the ultimate temperature for Badlands or anywhere for That's that matter. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, yeah. Cody's thing was point and shoot. Uh, eventually we, we right up Steve finally stopped talking to people. Finally, Jesus. And... We did a little bit of trail riding, but the goal was, in Steve's words, to try to do, what did you say, Steve? Like a series of obstacles. Like you're like, yeah. I know a path we can take where we can hit this, 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 and this. Yeah. So you and just like everybody can obstacles. do it. Yeah. And that was such a good idea because we did it. We did exactly that. I love that, that loop. It's like the, I don't know if I want to call it the Corey loop, but like it's this loop. We just started Axle Breaker, go to V Notch, and then we go to that. <laughs> waterfall i don't even know what you call that thing that i found oh back the there thing that's just off the creek where it's just a, a straight yeah. up down where it's like hard yep. to get up and, and a little tight it is it's, fun it, next it to the tree bad. yeah the one oh, that I, yeah. there was a video of snow day like bouncing oh, yeah. off the tree recently yeah oh no no i wasn't talking about that one well, not that one that's the one, that one, the one off the pond so you leave V-notch. And oh you yes 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 the one where it's yeah. like a quick loop where you immediately yep. go up and then down yes yes yep and then yeah, it's basically you do basically the figure eight. You come around, drop down to the pond, mm-hmm. go up the obstacle, and then f- loop back down to the pond, and then leave. Yep. Um, that one, when I first saw it, it had like just a very little rubber on it, and I saw it in the Liberty back on uh, Labor Day, and I was like, I looked at that and I was like, ooh, yeah. and just she's like dude on a dry day that is such a it's such an easy climb but yesterday it was not not. everybody was spinning tires getting up that thing everybody it's just right yeah and so yeah that's the thing you want a little bit of challenge you don't want to be too easy yeah it's um yeah and then you leave that and you go back down so then you that drops you back down next to the pond and you spit out at the bottom of the quarry um, and then you could pick a plethora of lines to get back on the top side of the port of the quarry. And there's also a bypass. And then you run through the quarry and hit the back wall, go up the back wall, and then you jet out into the woods and you go over the property line. And then there's that obstacle over there where Mike tried to hit the tree. And then you can leave <laughs> there. And um, I haven't really, I haven't really pushed a line past that other than heading to the creek and doing Derek's waterfall. And we don't have a name for it now, though. It's not. That's not yeah. it. It's not Derek's waterfall. I, I fucking forgot. It starts with an S. I think Slick Rock. Oh yeah, Slick Rock. But is that accurate? Right. It's Slick Rock Falls, right? Because the the big rock Slick going rock up falls. So I like that name. That's good. Yeah, I like that even more. Slick Rock. Okay, it should be the, called Slick Rock Falls because like it is. It's yeah. a Slick Rock waterfall. 
yep. in the yeah. Midwest. There's not a lot of like slick rock like no. that. All right. That's a it's a good there one. And there's multiple lines first. you can take too, which is pretty cool. Yep. So the yep. obstacle off the creek at the Badlands that we're constantly talking about is now Slick Rock Falls. Yeah, okay. we I didn't come up with it. <laughs> if we call it that enough times, then everyone in the off-road community will too, right? Gosh, I hope so. Kyle, who owns the Badlands, is going to start calling it that. I think we were Good. talking about it um, on that page a bit, and then people were calling it Slick Rock. And then I yep. was like, well, Slick Rock is actually the rock, the, the face that you drive out of the creek on. Yeah. Oh, okay fall not the actual like waterfall part or yep, whatever that makes sense yeah. slick rock okay. falls is even better because if you drive on slip slick rock too far to the right then you fall <laughs> i love it i will i will run that by parker and i will personally pay for the sign and go put, oh, yeah. put our name on it we should put the top yeah, logo the on the sign slick rock falls if they'll let me put it on the tree i will i'll, I'll make a slick rock falls sign with top and put it on that obstacle yeah talk to him that make me bougie yeah it makes you bougie it makes us bougie let's name some more obstacles like hey let's Jeez. name all of them and all of them have top <laughs> on it and then next thing you know we have like twenty thousand additional listeners because all the people who go to the badlands <laughs> i'm sure the badlands would be open to having a podcast partner a sponsor, maybe we a should sponsor, have this yeah having a sign yeah. and also like if i volunteer to pay for all the signage i yeah. don't i was gonna be upset about it oh look it's patty hey. hi patty everyone says hi thanks Siri. She says hi. Hey. Sorry. Go kiss my girlfriend for me. That was Mike. Uh-uh. Can't hear you. Yeah, sorry, I know you can't hear me. Jake said hi. Jake, Jake said hi. Yeah, he's chatting with me. Well, Derek Michael. and Ian. Derek and God damn it, Derek and Steve said hi. Hi, Derek and Steve. <laughs> hi, Patty. Miss you. Yes, yeah, she says hi. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, 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 I always struggle with who can hear who. It's like, oh, they can't hear you because I have headphones, but you can hear her because yeah. microphone. Yeah. Yup. Yes, we hear fine. Uh, Steve, yeah, you have to talk good. with Derek now while I eat whatever this delicious-looking soup is. I don't know. It's amazing. it's got some stuff in it. Smell it. I'm gonna eat it. Did you say it smells good? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah it looks so good we can smell it. Mm. Yeah. It smells like cilantro. Derek wouldn't Ooh, like it. That's that right. Was not what I thought it smelled like. But now I'm yeah, me, really me either. What's it taste like, Mike? Mm. Explain the savoriness. <laughs> it's like a I like a is it taco it's, it's like a Mexican stew. It's got cilantro and like goat cheese and avocados oh, and onions yeah. and peppers and I don't even know what this is, but it's delicious. Hey Mike, this isn't the Patreon. Mm. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I need to go like have my boner somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> my food boner. But a text patty and ask what that is. What's Mike? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, tell you. How do I make it? The trick is you have to ask her right now because tomorrow she's going to be like, I have no idea what I put in that. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll never eat it again. It's like the time that Patty made the best chili that that's ever like touched the surface of this planet. And like, I like cried. It was so good. And I was like, can you make it again? She's like, no, I have no idea what was in that. (laughs) It was like (laughs) random stuff in the fridge. Like we just happened to have some weird beef, something or other. And like, it was just like, oh, and then we had a little bit of this. And I was like, man, this chili makes angels cry and she was like i have no idea how i made it oh my goodness that's the worst thing ever but that's all her recipes she just randomly yeah. she's like doop, 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 and then like amazing meal and then we just never eat it again I feel like so, if steve like polished something and like somehow it ended up reflecting more light than like went into it and he's like i don't know what i did i don't know how to replicate this but i've solved you know world 
whatever. <laughs> solved hunger. world polishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> solved world polishing. World lack of light. We can if now you, create energy. Yeah, we could create energy. Yeah, it actually makes energy. Um, yeah. On the topic of foods that are amazing that you'll never get again, when we went on our honeymoon, we went to St. Lucia, and the first night we were there, we were like, ah, we just need something low-key to eat real quick. And like, oh, the pub, there's a uh, English, an old English pub, I think it was, um, right here, you could go in there and, and get something to eat. They got some pretty good food. I'm like, all right, cool. And so we went there, it's just off the lobby, and we go in there, and I get the braised pork belly, and it's a meal, whatever, and I get that. And they bring it out and I eat three quarters of this pork belly. It's delicious. You know, it's good. I'm like, yeah, this is, this pork is good. Belly. There was a cup sitting next to the pork belly with some kind of orange r- sauce relish. Was it a remoulade? I have Probably. no, <laughs> I'm just making, I don't know. I'm not even sure I'm saying that word right. It have been. Probably. You're probably not saying it right, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> and, uh, um, He's saying lemonade. I'm saying lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, I dip the pork in that. I'm like, oh, what is this stuff here? And I, and of course, you know, like it's it's been a long day. Like we flew there, and then like it's an hour and a half car ride through like the craziest roads ever in the back of a van. Wasn't in great shape mentally, and I dipped it in that, and I was like, holy shit! And Jess is like, what? I was like, I don't know, but I want more of that. Like, wow, yeah, it was there the whole time. It was there the whole time. Nobody told me. <laughs> like, hey, Man. that portly, it's okay. You're supposed you to look at your plate. It, it's life changing. It was on your plate. You're supposed to look at the plate, Steve. That's all I, I can tell you, man. Plate. I saw it there. I was like, <laughs> hey, well, I like belly, so. You eat with your eyes, you know, they say that. Yeah. That was different. Um, Dang. St. Lucia, this is not in England, right? That's correct, Same. right? Not. It's not, it, but for some reason, you went to an English pub in St. Lucia, and that's where you had an amazing meal. You didn't have either, you didn't have local food that was either, amazing. You had English food in Mexico. I don't know. St. Louis is only like five hours from you, four hours from you. You can go back. St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> I got jokes. I'm here until Thursday. We Just stayed. Kidding, I'm here at, all the time. We stayed at the Grand St. Lucian uh, Resort which is a sandals resort. And so they have all these different restaurants. So like they had that at this restaurant called soy that was all um, like sushi and deliciousness. And then they had a jerk shack that had jerk chicken, jerk fish, jerk pork, all of the jerk. They had a jerk jerk shacks. (laughs) I get it, bro. What I'm saying, I, Uh, I, after eating uh, at that place, um, I looked for seven, no, probably six years. Six years, I probably looked for a jerk seasoning that was as good as what they had on there, and I finally yeah. found it at Walmart last year. Oh, wow. at Walmart of all places. Walmart of all places. It's in a jar, and it's a liquid jerk seasoning. Like, it's like, uh. like a paste in a <laughs> jar. Okay. And I was like, oh, there's, every time I see anything that says jerk seasoning, I buy it. Because I'm like, I'm looking for that flavor and I mm-hmm. bought that and I brought it here to the shop and I put on something and I was like, oh my God, it's as close as I've ever been. And it was wow. like, I know. Picture Steve with like a shopping cart completely full of jerk seasonings. He's yeah. like, yes, I spent $8,000 in seasonings. What's it to you? <laughs> I'm going to find that shit. I'm going to find it. Um, I'm going to make it. I don't know if you guys know this, but I like food a lot. I've you noticed. Know, 
Mm-hmm. Whenever we have a party and we invite Steve over, we have to put the food away early. Otherwise, Steve will sit there and eat everything. We're like, so what are we eating for leftovers tomorrow? We're like, nothing. It's all gone. Steve was here. Steve ate it all. <laughs> Why is Steve miserable on the couch? Because he couldn't stop. Yeah, Steve's got like that like blank looks, <laughs> like staring at the ceiling. Yeah, because he overate, but he couldn't help beach, himself. It was so delicious. He made it. <laughs> beach whale mode. All right, tell tell us about the rest of the Badlands trip. I don't know that I have anything Ooh, else Badlands to tell. I think I pretty much covered it, everything up until oh, okay. the point where we went on our uh, our Steve journey, where Steve led us on a, a journey of obstacles. Is is there anything you want to add, Steve? Um, it was a good time. I honestly had no. Okay, so let's just. I guess I let me start from the top real quick. <laughs> rundown. Oh so God, here we go. I never took my Jeep off the trailer from the time I left uh, Thorns until now. So, or until Friday, I had never taken, I had not taken the Jeep off the trailer. Um, so it still had a semi-bent leaf spring. If you're a patron or in the trail riders group on Snapchat, you have a good idea of where this is going. I told Derek um, about the Tempanet fix. Yeah, the Tempanet fix, the, the wedding ring that I put on the leaf spring. The wedding ring. That's the a wedding. good way oh, yeah, to put there it. There you go. It's Tempanet. Um, and honestly, it looks fine still. So Sweet. I'm good. My my Rust-Oleum make, leaf spring makeover is perfect. Um, and I don't I don't want to say that I was hard on it this weekend, but I don't feel like I was going gentle. So uh, we I fixed that. I installed my passenger seat. Mike, did you touch on that? I did. I mentioned yeah. how it is welded to the factory frame and that it slides and that the seatbelt doesn't quite fit. Perfect. We can skip that. So did that. And then um, I detailed the whole inside of it. I cleaned everything. When you got home? Small. No, no. Before I went before. to the park. Oh, before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was nice and clean when I got it. Yeah. I knew Mike was going to ride with me. I was like, oh, God. I can't mm-hmm. take care of this dusty and dirty. What, what kind just... of seat is in it? I believe they are the Corbo. The I think they're the Baja JP. Does that sound right? Well, I couldn't remember the brand name, so you tell me. Like, Corbo. Sure, <laughs> Corbo. I believe you. I can't. But there's a suspension yeah. seat. There's a suspension seat. I'm pretty they sure. They are a suspension the seat. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, they are a suspension seat. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm 90% sure that they're the Baja JP. Um, but there again, I could be wrong because I bought them third hand from... Oh, God. Kevin Ramirez. Sorry, Kevin. There you go. It was right there on the tip of my tongue, and then all of a sudden it disappeared as soon as I said it, bought them from. Um, so, anyway, yeah, I bought them third hand from Kevin, and they just came as they came, and it was good. And um, they do fit nice. They're comfy. They lean way back. They're super comfy. They are. It's it's a nice. I didn't feel like I was leaning that far back. I actually get kind of it's irritated. When mm-hmm. I'm like in my truck and like I'm too lean back, like I kind of want to be upright, but I felt like those seats mm-hmm. were perfect. Yeah, they sit. Yeah, something about the way they sit is perfect. Like your 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 thighs aren't too high in the air. Like it's not like you're real lean back, but they definitely lean back more than the factory seats. My only complaint is it's hard to get in your truck, even as yes, not yes. a tall man, because yes, the, the bolster is so tall that I'm like, like trying to squeeze my body into that space. I feel like Derek would have broke his neck or something. Probably. In his current condition. Yeah, of course. Huh. Derek, I have a little cilantro in my teeth. Can you get it? It's right. It's right nope. there. Can you, nope. Derek, can you get it, Derek? 
Derek. <laughs> Derek, please. Come on. I'm like a few thousand miles away. Derek, just just pick it out. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Use your tongue. Mm. Oh, sorry. This is the Patreon. All right. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. They're either... They're either the Baja JP or the Baja Ultra, is my guess. I feel like Kevin told me they're the Baja JP. I like that you don't know what seats are in your rig. That's cool. I like it. They're Corbo. I mean, I'm not complaining. I think it's funny. I just got on the internet and like started looking and I'm like, uh, I just wanted to see if I could find, you know, because you look at the seat, you're like, oh, I'll know what it is, but not really. Darn it. So anyway, um, yeah, threw in my passenger seat, then we went wheeling. Uh, like I said, I went to the park with zero expectations. Um, I stayed up till like, pff, I don't know, 2.30, because that's what I do before a wheeling trip. Got Good back Lord. up at Me like too. 6, I usually 30, do. and then uh, dicked around at the house, getting everything ready, and then left at like 10 or something. So I didn't get here till like noon. But I showed up. I told Andy, I'm like, hey, don't wait on me. Just go wheeling. Okay. I show up. They're at the cabin. I get the Jeep unloaded. And come over there to them, those guys, and they're like, yeah, we haven't been on trail yet. They were just trying to fix Brian's rig the entire time. Oh, I didn't t- yeah. actually touch on that at all. That's kind of you a funny story. At all? So Not Brian at all. Growing. Uh, dr- took, so he had everything loaded up, ready to go. And then came like for whatever, wherever the Jeep or wherever the, the trailer was parked at, he went there and instead of using his Ranger to tow it, which is what his plan was, he his dad's truck was there and he's like you know what i'll just take the f-350 it'll be a lot easier and so he threw the trailer on that truck and took off and came to the badlands well fun fact he pulled the keys out of his f-350 that was on the trailer and put them in the cup holder of the ranger and did not transfer them to dad's truck so when they got there they had no keys to his truck Ooh, that's ideal so they broke the ignition so they could steer, and then they also um, made it so you could start it by just pulling the col- the lower column and getting to the ignition module there on the column, um, and the ignition switch, whatever you call it, and um, fix that part of it. And then something about a thermostat was leaking, so they fixed that, and then uh, literally went out on trail for like an hour and blew a brake line. Went and hunted down a brake line in, I think, Lafayette. Got that, came back, put it on. It was like one of the spiral ones, like one of the hard lines that's like got a spiral in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So oh, to the master like, cylinder? Those so. never leak. They never rust through. The master cylinder, or it was down somewhere on the frame going to the axle. I'm not, I got don't know exactly the location. Either way, uh, they replaced that, got it fixed, and then came to meet us on trail. And for whatever reason, like a relay somehow was like arcing off of the hood and so it was like sparking mm. an issue it was a hot mess he's like man i have never had this many troubles in one day of wheeling it was so yeah, it was a shocking true. amount of trials and tribulations shocking good pun good pun trails uh, and tribulations shocking no, shocking oh, shocking oh yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway he got all that uh, so he just ended up like calling it a night that at this point it's like six o'clock at night for them in their trials and then the next day it seemed to work flawlessly yeah so he was, was just fine all day it fixed everything that's nice mm-hmm. hey let's start 2024 off correctly yeah right <laughs> yeah, 2023 was like fuck you 2024 was like welcome you made it through 2023 you're yes. in the holy land <laughs> so uh yeah like i said i had no expectations so when i got there at noon we went wheeling 
I just kind of hung out and kind of watched everybody wheel. And I just kind of, you know, scooted around here and there. Like, just really didn't have much going on. So I was just real chill. Um, and That's awesome. Yeah. It was just easy going, easy chilling. Uh, and then after that, um, so Jordan and Nathan showed up. Their friend Brandy came along and they brought their little boy. Um, and they brought so much food. They brought pulled pork in a crock pot. They brought chili in a crock pot. Jordan brought all the fixings for biscuits and gravy for the next morning. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was, she had, I know when I got there, she food. offered me some biscuits and gravy. I was like, damn girl, I just ate breakfast. Had I known. Uh-huh. Had I known. Um, <laughs> you have some anyway? You can have second no, breakfast. I just, I just ate breakfast. I didn't need any more food. I was good. Yeah. I washed I my a, cholesterol. I'm old. When I got, when we got off trail, I had a pulled pork sandwich and then, and that went pretty quick. Everybody kind of dove in on the old pulled pork there and they're making pulled pork nachos and all kinds of stuff. And then, um, I had a couple bowls of chili and that was fire. Uh, I had a peanut butter sandwich cause you're, per- I guess you're supposed to eat that with chili. Apparently that's know. the way to do it. It didn't hit, it didn't trip my trigger. Um, Nathan informed me that I did not put enough peanut butter on there, but peanut butter also like I get a, I have somewhat of an intolerance to something in peanut butter, whether it be peanut mm. or the oils that they use in there. Um, it is pretty I oily. Get, I get, I get heartburn pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, so, makes sense. No yep. peanuts and, for Steve. Womp and womp. so I don't get crazy. I don't. Yeah, I don't get crazy with like I love peanut butter, but I don't get too crazy. I like I kind of call it limit. Anyway, had chili so that we hung out. We watched National Treasure, and then we followed, watched the second National Treasure um, while we were kind of hanging out. Everybody was trying to make it. You know, most of those guys that got up at like three o'clock in the morning to come from uh, up by Utica all the way down there. And so they were just, you know, trying to chug along and had a few beers. And then also with that, it was the end of the year. And so I was on my phone most of the night trying to update everything on the website to get everything for like 2024. So changing a lot of pricing, working on discount codes, uh, inventory stuff. Like it was a lot of that going on. So I spent a good portion of my night just chilling, watching TV and updating some website stuff. There you go. Uh, yeah. And then we called it a night. I told those guys, like, I was like, look, I, this is how my, how I work. Like if I make it past 1030, we're good. And so I didn't go to sleep till like two 30. <laughs> so I didn't only, not only did I get the Eastern ball drop, I nearly messed, I nearly got the Pacific ball drop as well. You said until two 30, you did get, Oh no. Indiana time. Yeah. Was Indiana. Yep. I was close. I think like two 45. I was like, I'm calling it. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, we did that. Woke up the next morning. Life was good. Um, made biscuits and gravy. It was fire. Thank you, Jordan. And uh, everybody got pretty, you know, got stuff packed up because we had to be out of the cabin by 10. And then Mike showed up and then we went wheeling. And then they said, hey, you don't have to be out of the cabin by 10. You can just do whatever yeah. you want because no one's here. Yeah. yeah. I kind of figured it should have been anyway. Well, at least right. then you're already packed up. Right. Yeah. Nice. The. Uh, the first day was pretty cool. We just kind of, like I said, bummed around and it, um, and I didn't go too hard on anything because Mang said, don't break before I get there. And also I was like, Mike, you want to ride with me? Yeah. So maybe I couldn't break my junk. And so I guess I just cruise around. And then, yeah, we had a really, I, th- I thought it was a pretty cool day. Again, I was just there to just to hang out and chill. So yeah, we talked in the quarry. I talked to Cody, um, while everybody else is kind of like playing on obstacles for probably an hour and a half. Yeah. That's why I love the Badlands. You sure did. Yeah, I love the Badlands because 
yeah, everybody can just be freestyling on their own while people are talking in the middle, watching, whatever. Like, it's I a really miss the Corey. Yeah. When it's not 30 degrees, it's better. Well, for sure. True. Thirty's not bad though for December in the Midwest. It was a little chilly, but it wasn't too it was bad. Too chilly. It was wet. Yeah, um, the wet sucks. Right. It wasn't bad. It could have been four. Been there on days like yeah. that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we just kind of shot the breeze, and then Cody's like, "I want to hit some obstacles." Like, well, we can do the loop, and so then that's what we did. We started to do the loop. And which obstacle took the longest? Probably the the wall by the pond. Uh, you mean the one that Ming was smoking tires on? Yeah, that only took the longest because Ming was on there for like a half an hour, just like burning his tires off, trying to get up I kept it. Egging him on. I wouldn't let him get off that wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to give up because he must have yeah. made like 20 tries. I'm just sitting in Steve's Jeep with it. It was running with the heat on, just like hanging out. Like I can see from here. Everyone else is standing outside. I'm like, this is taking forever. Yeah, I kept pushing uh, Ming not to stop um, because I wasn't sold that he was going to be able to make it up there but if he did make it up there it was going to be a very big milestone for him yeah that makes sense i mean he's rolling around 33s you know like this really aggressive obstacle for him and especially the conditions um oh the conditions for sure even you had to burn tires to go up it yeah yeah everybody did like i I was saying that earlier actually he tried to run out of fuel so we had to get the old scoot boot (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh. you did. Oh yeah, Steve. <laughs> Literally, what? Got the front end up and went to stand on it and it went <laughs> and like choked. And then I just matted it. And apparently, there was enough fuel to get us up it. Nice. So Derek, I I don't know what the name of this obstacle is, but Steve would probably or well, not the name, but even how to describe where it is. The garden that you ran out of fuel on. What do you call that? I don't know. We've got the huge, huge hole in the middle. It's in the quarry. Derek has been through it. You've been through it. Everybody's been through it. Yeah. Back when I've never not. been through it. I've never made really? it. Oh, wow. yeah. I was all scared. Maybe with the cage, I'll try it. But do you know what he's talking about? Yeah. It's got it's the, um, absolutely. Unless you get off to the right far, right? Well, it's you can get all. The problem is you can get off to either side and it's either like it's kind of cliffy on one side. Yeah. And the other side, there's just a wall, but in the middle, there's a massive hole, like swallow any oh, tire. You're talking about the one, yeah, 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 I see what you mean. And so, if you don't straddle it just perfect, not tippy oh, at all. That's different one. That, no, that, that's not the one that you were talking about earlier, Mike, right? No, no, this is a new one I'm talking about right now. No, Steve, I, this is the one where mm-hmm. that I where Ian got Mitch, all hung up and twisted up, and I showed up. And everybody gets it. twisted up in there, man. No, 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 no. This is the one where like. Mitch Kanak, I think, was spotting me up it. And like it took a good 20 minutes for me to get up it. And I finally was able to to get it. Um, And I think I tried to get Jeremy to go up it that trip. And he tried and he was getting transmission overheating issues. And then eventually he made it up a different trip, I think. It's like Mm, on the other side. So the one you just showed is down by the pond. Like you start down by the pond. This one is up towards the like trails that are back in the woods. What are you so talking it's about? It's near the, near the, it's near the like ramp down to the pond. And if only these obstacles had names, right? Oh, yeah. Be... What names? No way. I could show you exactly where it is on a map. It sucks that we have to go through this every time we talk about the Badlands. <laughs> well, I can't, yeah, it'd be harder. Be easier right? to point. Um, yeah. It's no, just... but either way, Steve got up in there and lost fuel because he was just too sideways. 
and had to get dragged off, but then his truck started immediately after that. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. It was just, I just, it got, when that front tire fell in that hole, it got so sideways that, uh, there's another picture of it. Is that the obstacle you're thinking of? Nope. But that is a gnarly obstacle. That is the one that we're talking about. It's, it's like exactly to the passenger side of Jeremy's Jeep. That you're the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Like, like, uh, a hundred yards yeah. to the right of Jeremy's Jeep. Yeah. We didn't. Jeremy tried that again. I think yeah. Dave tried it. Mike, Mike said that Dave's tried it on 42s and 40s and they were struggling. Yeah. It's a wheel. That one's stuff. really hard because when it's wet, because there's even when it's yeah. dry, there's mud at the bottom of it. But there's mud as you enter it. And then when you get on there, you're just wet. But not to mention, it was just. It's, it seems like no matter what you do, no matter what line you take, three of your four tires are climbing like a flat vertical, like forty yes. inch wall. That's where I was. Just... The one you're talking about, Derek, is where I snapped my stub shaft. Bet it is. Last yep. year, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I was trying to get up it in the dark, and I was goofing around, and I felt really comfortable. And Dave was very uncomfortable with my situation. Dave was looking at me, going, "You should not do that." And I was like. <laughs> stable he's like it does not look stable at all <laughs> it's like it feels really stable <laughs> let me just hit it one more time and i backed up and, and just stood on it and when that front tire hit that hit the rock face it just sneak the end yep. so that made Dave happen. then i wasn't gonna roll hey how long we've we been doing this podcast for oh long wow. time. yeah like should we move it over uh, yeah, an hour and a half yeah, that's a long podcast. I know, Steve. I knew this was going to happen. I was like, Steve's going to come on. And we're going to start fresh. But uh, we sh- we should move it over. I will not be able to join you on the Patreon. My back, my neck's acting up already. So you're what? But, uh, huh? Oh, you're not. You're, you're oh, going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, you're just going to listen. We don't have time to go through this already. Again, I saw you say something about it on the on our chat, but I don't know what the whole story was. You just have to listen to the Total Off Road podcast. I will try to listen to it tomorrow. We talk about it early. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Steve, shout out to people. Eight thousand people now. Hey, yes. there's only a shout out two of them. Then I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has been brought to you by Summershine Supply. If you're looking to get your rig cleaned or shine up your metals, you should go check out summershinesupply.com. They've got all the goodies. Unfortunately, this podcast will probably come out after the awesome sale that is the Twelve Days of Christmas. But 2020 is better. So you're good. 12 days of Christmas is now. Oh, yeah. It's going to come out tomorrow. We're on the ninth day. Oh, it's coming out tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Kyle said as long as we give him all of the the ammo, he'll have it out tomorrow. All right. Bet you guys can still make the buy one, get one half off sale that is on the 11th day of Christmas, which is two days from now, which is maybe tomorrow in podcast land. I don't remember the date. Either way. I don't know. Today's the second. That's all I know. Check out, check out Complete Off-Road if you need anything for your off-road rig. Chris or Rich will set you up. They have the parts. They have all the parts and all the knowledge. If you're looking for something kind of obscure, you can call Chris and ask him. And there's a good chance that they've either seen it or they know somebody that they can call and figure it out or help you figure it out. Check out Crawler Off-Road. utilized their, um, their equipment this weekend quite heavily. Absolutely. You guys probably didn't even get into that whole situation, did you? Oh, well, no, actually, because I was there that day, so I didn't know about that stuff. All right. Guess we'll talk about it on the Patreon, how I buried my shit into a spring. Ooh, that sounds fun. Oh, it was dandy. 
Fun when it's not your rig. There was only it was only five feet to terra firma, and we were not going forward, not with a winch. Wow, wow. it was not great. So Continue to call it. out sponsors. <laughs> we'll talk road. about it later. Yeah, that situation pretty quickly. <laughs> Hooked up a couple of their kinetic ropes uh, to my axle because some asshole uh, deleted all of the recovery points on the back of his rig and then continued to go wheeling. So wrapped a it's, ten foot tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrapped a mm-hmm. tree shackle, uh, tree saver shackle around the axle, and then used a couple of the kinetic ropes to get me tugged out of the tug out of there. And actually, it was really soft and smooth, and it was quite enjoyable. Nice. Check out Offroad Anonymous. That's how I strap my rig down to my to my. I use so many things that are Offroad Anonymous. Anyway, check them out. They got Milwaukee Packout stuff. They've got uh, lots of fabrication tools and toys and attachments and. Anything else you'll need that's steel related, so check them out. Check out Rad Designs because they got a oh, well, hmm. We're gonna have to reconsider that uh, situation. We because are we're not sure if we're still partners <laughs> with them. <laughs> Completely forgot. Yeah, well, we don't have the owners now, so we're not sure if we're still partners. Hey, you should go check out Rad Designs and see what Rory's doing. Um, go check <laughs> out uh, and get your inflation and deflation on. If you didn't get in on the group, buy. Sorry about you. And check out toolboxwidget.com because they're cool people and they sell cool things to organize your toolbox and make sure that your tools ain't going to get all froggy. Is that all the people? I think Should, people. I hope so. That's a lot of, that's a lot of partners there, Stephen. Oh, yeah. It's a whole rundown. Okay. What episode is this? Just 199. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we really need to discuss 200 soon. That's a fact. Oh, that's a fact. we're going to discuss the 200th episode on Patreon. Let's do it. Thanks for joining us, guys. We got to go and we'll catch you on the trail. time for last words here oh yeah fuck those last words fuck those last words yeah we're gonna i'm keeping it rolling i'm keeping it rolling you can't extend version my last my last words are get a tamper proof torx bit set because it works as a regular (laughs) torx bit set (laughs) and you can use it to replace your throttle body that's right